0: You're listening to the podcast from Harvest Bible Church in Stockton, California. This message is from our Tuesday night service in a series of special meetings with missionary evangelist Dr. Guy This podcast contains just the sermon from the Tuesday night service. If you'd like to see the full service, including the extended time of ministry, you can watch the video on our website at harvestbibleonline.org. Well, this is what revival meetings are all about. Amen we want to let the holy ghost move we want to let jesus be jesus there's no agenda pastor mark asked me when we're having lunch are you going to be as good tonight as you were were last night i said i don't know i'm just a donkey i'm just showing up (laughs) whatever he wants to do and i said maybe you need to ask her because she's the one that gets us in trouble with her song with her singing amen glory be to God. Are you glad to be in the house of God tonight? Amen. Well, it's, it's an awesome blessing to be here. It's so wonderful to see a good friend, uh, Pastor David from uh, San Francisco and Pastor Eric, they're here. I'm glad they drove down here to be in the meetings today. Amen. Of course, Pastor Richard is and all of you are very welcome, amen. How many of you are here tonight for the first time? You didn't attend, all right, we have a couple of new people. I'm glad you're here today, amen. So we've been having a blast, isn't it? Yeah. Well, can you believe it's almost, it's Tuesday, is over already. Oh, well, 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 well. Now, uh, you know, I got a word, I got a word tonight. <laughs> I didn't know if I was going to be able to preach it or not, you know, but... Uh, <laughs> You know, it's wonderful to have gifts of the spirit and all those things in operation, but it's also good to have instruction so you can work it out. Amen. Uh, Also, you know, we want to let you know we have tremendous resources in the back. This is a wonderful book, you know, on marriage. And it says that it's not all about love. Somebody asked me, how can you write a book on marriage and relationship and say it's not all about love? Because I think that uh, a lot of people misunderstand what love is hello a lot of people confuse chemicals with love and and feelings are basically chemicals that change regularly you know you know and you look at somebody and you you have these chemicals and you say you have feelings and then you look at somebody else later you say you still you have feelings a lot of people allow adrenaline to, to to drive them to an altar of marriage to make a decisions that they cannot keep because it was based on feelings now it 's interesting in the United States if you want to um, if you want to drive the, the government makes sure that you know you read a book, you take a test, a theoretical test, and then you take a a driving test, practical test, right, with an officer in the car. And only when they're satisfied that you can handle a car on the roads, then they will give you something called a driver license. But the same government, if you like to get married, all you need is to find enough all you need is to have enough brains to find the door of the courthouse. <laughs> that's that's a requirement. All they ask you is, uh, are you related? And if you say no, that's good enough. That's why sometimes your car will last longer than your relationships. Because you read books, you take tests to drive. But when when it comes to marriage, you just do it by your feelings. Thank you for your support. And so you know, you know, I've been to a lot of people's home, rich people's home, poor people's home. And a lot of times when you go to rich people's home, they have a small TV, but they have a big library. That's how they got rich by reading. Thank you for your support. You go to a lot of poor people's home, they have a big TV and a small library. So, no pun intended. They love to watch TV, but they don't like to read. But a lot of problems that you're facing are solved in a book that you refuse to read. So the richest man who ever lived, that's King Solomon. He said, through wisdom, a house is built. Through knowledge, it is established. Hello? So Solomon was saying, if you're going to build a successful relationship, don't just go after feelings. Go after knowledge and go after wisdom. And you need to have the wisdom and the knowledge to live with someone that is different than you. In case you have not noticed, men and women are fundamentally different. Dr. Sperry, who won the Nobel Peace Prize, discovered that between the 16 and 26 weeks of gestation in the womb, baby boys have a chemical reactions that baby girls do not have. The chemical reaction slows the development of the right side of the brains of the boys, which confirms what every woman already knows that every man is born brain damage. Thank you for your collaboration. And the left brain, right brain, aspect of your life will affect every aspect of your relationship hello and so and this creates frustration before marriage opposites attracts after marriage opposites irritates <laughs> if you don't know how to manage the differences between the left brain and the right brain the first year of marriage, the man speaks and the woman listens. The second year of marriage, the woman speaks and the man listens. The third year of marriage, the man and the woman are speaking and the neighbors are listening. <laughs> this is a powerful book, I tell you. It will transform your life. If you don't like to read, we have, we have the seminars we have the DVDs. We have the CDs. You can get it and you can listen to it. We have people married for 70 years. They said these are some of the best teachings they've ever heard. You know, uh, this, is, this book is full of jokes, the, the study guide. So sometimes when we do marriage conferences, people come in there. They're all tense and, and you know, and so we, we tell jokes. There's over 200 jokes in this book. Hello? A young woman returned home early from a date with a long look on her face. Her mother asked her why I was bothering her. The girl explained, my boyfriend just proposed marriage. Her mother asked, what's so bad about that? The girl answered, he also told me that he's an atheist. He said there's no way he could ever believe that there was a hell. The mother consulted her daughter and said, don't let this bother you. Marry him anyway. With a little time and between the two of us, we'll be able to convince him that there is a hell. Yeah. Please don't raise your hand. This is not an article. <laughs> Do you know the difference between complete and finish? When a man marries the right one, he's complete. When he marries the wrong one, he is finished. <laughs> if the right one ever catches him with the wrong one, he's completely finished. Hello? Two ladies were talking and one said to the other, I'm the one who made my husband a millionaire. A friend said what was he before that she said a multi-millionaire (laughs) thank you for your support this wonderful teaching it's a great set home improvement we go through the house there's another one there another set there called marriage rocks somebody say healing is for me me. Now. now this is one of the most powerful teachings i've done i've done on healing it's out there it's available healing is for me you can take it listen to it listen like you've seen here the last few days blind eyes open deaf ears open many miracles signs and wonders as we took testimonies but sometimes those are miracles it happens instantaneously other times healing is a process we need to learn how to apply the word of God so this is a good teaching that you can take and use glory better God and uh, of course this is a great tool here on evangelism we told you in few minutes you can share quickly the gospel you're separated from the light you're in darkness jesus died on the cross for you he was buried for three days he rose on the third day he created a pathway for you to go to heaven he rescued you from hell you can choose today to stay in the light or go to heaven amen easy it's so easy or it will take a theologian to get you confused on how to use it thank you for your support. And I'm starting tonight, you know, I've been delivering the word of the Lord the last few days. I'm going to be starting to talk about revival tonight. This is our latest book called Do It Again, a Cry for Revival. If you want to learn how to uh be an instrument of God, a, an instrument in the hand of God, it's a handbook on revival. Give that to me. Now, everything, you know, I'm not here just to ask you to buy things, but we everybody say Mission Senegal. <laughs> we have a lifetime opportunity to be able to build a school we've been working on this for years now we've made some progress amen but you know you can pick this on our table and you can see what this is all about anything you're buying on our table is going towards building this school in a nation that is not christian predominantly and we're doing some things uh covertly but also overtly over there and we have an opportunity to change a generation amen So this is really, really powerful what's happening. Even if you bought everything on our table, you know, you're not going to give us all the money that we need. But how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. So in other words, everything counts. Every dollar counts. Amen. Praise be to God. So let's go today in, you know, we've already experienced a move of God here. How many of you are thankful to the Lord? Uh, 2 Kings chapter 4, 2 Kings chapter 4, beginning here. In the in the first verse, if you're there, say amen. If you're not there, say please wait for me. Amen. If you don't have a Bible, look next to someone who would think that they're more spiritual than you because they have a Bible. <laughs> we welcome uh, the people watching online. The same power is here to touch you. Just release your faith. Amen. But it's not the same as, you know being has been in the, in, the, in the sanctuary. Try to make it as much as you can. Second Kings chapter 4. Uh, a certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophet cried out to Elijah saying. Your servant my husband is dead and you know that your servant fear the Lord. And the creditor is coming to take my two sons to be his slaves. So Elijah said to her. What shall I do for you? Tell me. What do you have in your house? And she said, your maid servant has nothing in the house but a jar of oil. Then he said, go borrow vessels from everywhere, from all your neighbors, empty vessels. Do not just gather a few. Hello? I want to repeat that again. He said, go borrow vessels from everywhere. Somebody say everywhere. From all your neighbors empty vessels do not just gather a few and when you've come in you shall shut the door behind behind you and your sons then pour it into all those vessels and set aside the full ones all right and um, I want you to see uh, that she answered that she had a jar of oil in her house so verse 5 says so she went from him and shut the door behind her and her sons brought the vessels, plural vessels to her and she poured it out. And I came to pass that when the vessels were full that she said to her son, bring me another vessel. And he said to her, there's no other vessel. So the oil ceased. some said the oil ceased. <laughs> then she came and told the man of God and he said, go sell the oil and pay your debt. And you and your sons live on the rest. Can we stand up one more time? Thank you, Jesus. Glory be to God. Jesus is Lord. Jesus is King. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father God. Just raise your hands towards heaven. And let's make this prophetic uh, decoration. And say this with me, say, Father God, Father, God in, the Jesus, in the name of Jesus, I come before you, I, come before you. I, boldly I boldly declare that I believe in the supernatural, I believe in, the I believe in, miracles. I believe in miracles, this evening, Lord, I ask, you I ask you to give me eyes to see, eyes to see ears, to hear, ears to hear, a heart to receive, a will, obey, a will to obey and faith to act, faith to act. In, the jesus, in the name of Jesus i take my position in christ I position and i take authority, I take authority over, every over every spirit that does not confess the name of jesus, name of jesus. i command them to leave this place and i declare that this place is an open heaven the spirit of god is free to move the angels of god are ascending and descending they are going to and fro to execute the commands of god's word preach holy spirit teach holy spirit prophesy holy spirit heal the sick god do what only you can do and take all the glory in the matchless name of Jesus can you burn with a shout and say amen as you sit down tell the person next to you there's oil in the house there's oil in the house somebody say there's oil in this house and I want you to be radical and point to yourself and say there's oil in this house amen glory better God um Revival is a a period of uncommon supernatural visitation, uh, producing radical changes in the spiritual and natural lives of believers and salvations of the lost, usually transforming communities, cities, nations, morally, socially, and even economically. Revival is a season of uncommon visitation. How many of you know that we need revival right now? in revival is a period where eternity becomes real the truth of scriptures becomes real repentance really lasts people are really changed radical conversion takes place and people who live casual lives come into a state of profound conviction you have a lot of people that go to church they go years after years on sunday and on monday religion for them is something that they do on a sunday or on a wednesday night but it doesn't affect the quantity of the quality of their life it's not until there's a major move of god that takes place that they come into a place where they're really transformed I'd like to mention John Wesley, who was born in a large family with 18 children or 19 children. Back in those days, they didn't watch much TV. (laughs) Thank you for your support. His dad was an Anglican priest. And what was interesting is that his mother put them through rigorous, rigorous religious routine. They were forced to memorize scriptures in the original language, in Hebrew and in Greek. And they were forced to pray and to fast. And so when he left home and went to Oxford University, he carried on the same discipline. As a matter of fact, he he and his friends were being mocked by other students. They called them Methodists because of the way they did their lives, the way they did certain things. They were praying, they were fasting, they were living in a certain way. They had something called the Holy Club. They mocked them and called them the Holy Club. At the age of 33, he decided to come to the United States, to Savannah, Georgia, to be a missionary to the Indians. And so as he boarded the ship to make his journey over here, on that particular ship, there were some uh, some uh, believers called the Moravians. The Moravians were on that ship and they were doing menial jobs. And even sometimes when people mistreated them or physically abused them, they never defended themselves. They didn't respond in kind. So he was really impressed by this group of people. Then there came a time when suddenly there was a huge storm on the ship a big wave came people were screaming they thought they were all going to die and even john wesley was screaming but he looked at the moravian the moravian was singing oh this is a good place for me to make a point your stance in faith in the middle of a storm will give a revelation to somebody else about god come on somebody as john wesley looked at them and they were singing and praising god after the storm he came over to the leaders and said weren't you afraid to die weren't your kids afraid to die weren't your wives scared the leader asked him a question Are you born again? Have you accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior? John Wesley said he mumbled something, but he knew that he wasn't saved because he was just as scared as everybody else on the ship. And later he wrote in his journal, I went to America to save the Indians who saved me. Hello? Here's a man that had a master, he mastered the biblical uh, knowledge in the Hebrew and the Greek and he prayed and he fasted and yet he did not know God. And I believe that's the picture of many believers in America today. Many people that are going to church, they are nominal Christians. Why are you a Christian? Well, my mama told me to go to church. Why are you a Christian? Well, I've always gone to church. Why are you a Christian? I'm a good person. You know, so there are many people today in our nations, come on, that need to have an encounter with God. Bill Hybel, which is kind of known as the father of the megachurch movement, built a large megachurch, and he did a survey. He wrote an article several years ago. I read it. He said that, you know, he kind of cast an aspersion on the megachurch movement. I'm not coming against big churches. i preach in many of them and I will again in the future. But he said that the megachurch movement has failed because when he interviewed people in his church, many of them never prayed, many of them never read the Bible, many of them never witnessed. And it says many people ask them, why do you come to church? Well, just to connect, just to have a social life. Hello? This is a long way to say that we need to have revival in the church. I wonder if Mr. Amen has left the building. Come on, Charles Finish. said, if Mr. Amen and Mr. Wet Eye are not present in the meeting, there will be no revival. And I added to that, if Mr. Amen and Mr. Hallelujah and Mr. Glory are not present in the meeting, there will be no revival. He was talking about interaction in the meeting. Some people come to church to pontificate. Some people come to church to speculate. Some people come to church to spectate. But God is looking for someone to come to church to participate. Come on, somebody. I wonder if you can say amen with fire tonight. If you can say hallelujah with fire. Can you say glory three times? Glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah. Now I think that there has been a lot of uh, misconceptions, about, misconceptions about revival because it's a word that has become a cliche word in many regards to the extent that it has lost its meanings. Come on, come on, come Hello? Yeah. So a lot of people confuse what revival is with what revival is not. Revival is not even a preacher coming in town doing a series of meetings even though that can be the result or the trigger of it. Yeah. Revival is not something that man works up. It is something that God sends down. Yeah. A move of God should not be measured by the quantity of the gatherings. But its success rate should be measured by the quality of Christianity. Yeah. Produced in the life of those who attend attending the meetings. Come on somebody. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Revival emanates from God, but it is activated by our hunger for more of Him. Come on, the level of your hunger will determine the level of your visitation. We cannot manipulate revival, but we can and must prepare for God's outpouring revival cannot be organized but we can set ourselves to catch the wind from heaven when god chooses to blow upon his people once again can somebody shout and say do it again revival is not a place where you go revival is not uh it's not something that you do revival is a person and his name is jesus christ i wonder if mr amen has left the building I hope this is not going to be one of those sermons where the rocks are going to have to cry out. I can hear them coming in the parking lot. Thank you for your overwhelming support. Glory, better God. Glory. Revival is falling in love with Jesus over and over again. Revival is returning to vintage Christianity. It's returning, come on, to vintage, normal Christianity, it is falling in love. Now, how many of you have ever fallen in love? Love a world that comes and goes. But too many people do not really know what it means to love somebody. That's what Pastor Richard would say, what'd you do with the money? And I say, what money? He said, the money your mama took give you to take singing lessons hello love 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 you know when you fall in love you fall in love you know you just you know you just you just drop her off at her house and you you know and you you you're you're going home and you get home and you call and you say hey babe uh, i know i just dropped you off but can you breathe on the phone for me (laughs) i'm missing you so many people do crazy things when they're in love can you breathe on the phone for me? And then the next morning you call her, hey babe, are you tired? You've been running on my mind all night long. And so Brother Wonderful and Sister Hallelujah met at Harvest Bible Church. Glory to God. And they fell in love and they got married and they had three children called Signs, Wonders, and Miracles. They've been married for 15 years now and there the 49ers are playing against the Dallas Cowboys. And he is watching his TV, he's glued to the TV, he's talking to the TV. She's on the other side of the room, but he's closer to the kitchen. And, and she said to him, Hey, babe, uh, can you get me something to drink? And he looks at her like, uh, uh, Did something happen to your leg? Did you break your leg? Something went, is something? I'm not aware of that situation. Why don't you go ahead and get up and bring your own self to the kitchen and get yourself some water? What happened? You lost your first love hello you know when you know when, when people like love they just they just can't get enough of each other i mean they... hello and then and then life happens children happen and they're sitting there like you know roommate or something please don't raise your hand this is not an article hello Now let's transpose this into Christ. I mean, when people first get saved, hallelujah, praise the Lord. Do you think we're going to have a service on Monday night or on Sunday? They are in church every time the doors of the church are open. They are so on fire for God. Help me, Jesus. They would do anything. Is there anything that I can do to serve the Lord? And let them meet all those other religious saints that are professional Christians. You don't need to do all of that you don't need to be dancing all of that in worship it's not necessary be dignified hello come on we got churches today in america you know they have three services yeah they are they sing three fast songs and two slow songs and a preacher sermonette for Christian that go home and smoke cigarette while they're surfing the net and drinking a diet coke we'll get you in and in 45 minutes we'll get you out and this christianity has produced anemic a uh, weak pathetic christians if there was such a thing called a demon on rehab or a demon in a in a old housing home they could not even cast it out because that's how pathetic and weak they are because they have no words put in them "O, brother are you mean tonight no i'm not mean tonight what I'm trying to tell you, we listen, revival is for the church, but the awakening is for the community. But we're never gonna see an awakening in America if the church is not revived. Come on, somebody. Oh, Revelation chapter 3, verse 17 says, you know, this is a Jesus' word to the church of Laodicea and, and, and to, to the church, he said, You said I am rich. Revelation 3 17, you said I am rich, I have everything I want, I don't need anything. You don't realize that you're wretched, you're miserable, you're poor, you're blind, and you're naked. And yet, I hold this against you that you've forsaken your first love. And he says, Repent and return. Remember where you've fallen. Hello? And God is such a loving God. We're not condemning, we're not throwing rocks. God wants to release an outpouring in America. Because I'm telling you, This is going to be the solution. I'm not dismissing government programs and all of those things. You've already experienced it the last three years. You see that things are not improving. Hello? By the time we think that we put a bandage on this thing and we got it mastered, it brings another head called Delta or Omicron. People are disoriented. They don't know what to do. But let me tell you something. When the power of God moves supernaturally, there's going to be a transformation. Shut, do it again. Shut, do it again. And listen, for an outpouring to really happen. First of all, revival is personal. Someone needs to experience it, but then it moves into a regional or small group of people that get revived. And then if it's sustained, it goes into an awakening where an entire region, nation state and the nations of the world are impacted by it. But in order for this move of God to take place, it has to go viral. Somebody say viral. Do we know anything about going viral? Those of you on TikTok. You posted your pictures and your video. And you're looking for like, 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 like. You're addicted to like, 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 like. You're so disappointed that only one person liked your post on Instagram. Oh my gosh, you're having a nervous breakdown over it. Let me tell you something, you're not defined by the likes of many, but you're defined by the love of the one who said, I will never leave you, I will never forsake you. But the implication of something going viral, it's almost the same word as plague. It's like something is being passed among people like a plague or like a virus. Do we know anything about a virus that went viral? That started somewhere in the world and within a short period of time, it shut down nightclubs, it shut down schools, it shuts down government, it shut down economic system around the world. If this is what a virus can do, think about what the power of God can do. I'm telling you, there's a flood that is coming. There was just a tsunami in Tonga. But there's a spiritual tsunami coming. It's going to affect every city. It's going to affect every nation. It's going to affect every family. It's going to touch San Francisco. It's going to touch Los Angeles. It's going to touch Stockton. It's going to touch, come on, Washington, D.C. It's going to burn. It's going to affect everybody. And everybody from the church house to the White House is going to be in power and transformed by the power of God. I dare you to shout glory three times. Glory, Revival is an outpouring and manifestation of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. An outpouring means something that streams out rapidly. The act of pouring out. An outpouring glory, better God. Hey, hey, hey. Hosea 6 and 3. Yeah. Let, us, let us know. Let us press on to know the Lord. He's going out, he's going as, is sure as the dawn. He will come to us as the showers, as the spring rain that watered the earth. We see throughout scriptures in both the Old and the New Testament account of the outpoint and we see outpoint and manifestations of the Holy Spirit in every season of God's calendar there's always an emphasis of the Holy Spirit I'm building my case I'm going to land this plane in a moment I'm going to get into my text in a moment listen the emphasis includes the following with these represent, represent, representative references the Spirit was given number chapter 11 verse 17 the Spirit came upon Judges 3 and 10 the Spirit took control Judges six thirty four. First 1 Samuel 11 6 16 13 the Spirit poured out Job Chapter 2 verse 28 and 29, Acts chapter 10, verse 45. The spirit came down. Matthew 3:16, Luke 3:22, John 1:33. The Spirit fell. One translation said, The Spirit came down. The spirit fell, the spirit came down. Oh, the spirit received Acts chapter 8, verse 15, 17, 19, and 2. Oh, baptized in or oh, baptized with the spirit. Acts chapter 1, verse 5, Luke chapter 3, verse 16. Ah oh, I baptize you with water, but there's one coming after me who will baptize you with the Holy Spirit with fire when there is an outpouring. Glory better, God. The Spirit will come upon the Spirit will come upon. the spirit will take control the spirit will be pulled out the spirit will fall down there will be baptism and transformation because the power of God is released and when people are touched they're going to be transformed somebody shall do it again hallelujah say I'm a carrier so in our text today there are a couple of pictures of revival in this text that I read today. We have a house. Somebody say a house. A house. We have vessels. Somebody say vessels.
1: vessels.
0: We, have oil. Oil. we have oil. Somebody said we, we have the word. Glory be to God. And we have someone that is yielding to the word. And then we have an outpouring. All of these are elements. That would be in a major revival. Amen. But it's, it, the scripture is talking here about, about, about vessels. 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 You know. Um, so we have this widow of the prophet. And her husband died. And he left her in a credibility gap. Now it's one thing for you to be in debt. And get phone calls from Capital One. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Collectors. Don't raise your hand, It's not an autocall. It's one thing, it's one thing for you to default on your bill. And they say, We're gonna we're gonna repo your car and we're gonna repo this and that's a whole different ball game when they say forget repossessing. We're we're taking your son. I don't know if you know, that's pretty dire. Yes. And so this woman, she's going to see a prophet. And the interesting thing is that the prophet asked her a question, you know, what is it that you have in your house? And she said, I have a jar of oil. So, and he gives her a word to go borrow vessels. Somebody say vessels. vessels. I think this is becoming very prophetic and we see an outpouring of oil, which is a type of the Holy Spirit, the anointing, into these vessels. And first of all, uh, when we understand that the house, the house, you know, J- Jacob had a dream. And in that dream, he saw a lot of, we talk, we work on this extensively the last few days when I give the word of the Lord for this season. And we begin to understand that Jacob, in the, when he woke up from his dream, he says, this is none other than the house of God. It is the gates of heaven and that the house of God is the gates of heaven and that that in that house what he saw in his dream a lot of touching the heaven and the earth and there were some interactions some transactions between heaven and the earth with angels ascending and descending. And and the house of God is the mechanism by which the the heavenly transaction come and get come and get out into the community and impact the world. And so, when there is an outpouring, I believe that yes, the outpouring will reach out. Like I said, revival is for the church, and the awakening is for the community. I believe that the outpouring will reach the community, but it primarily starts in the house of God. Hello. People say we don't need churches. No, the devil is a liar. We need churches. Cuz the churches are the mechanism that God uses to transform territory. Is the entrance point of the influence of God into the community. So but in this house we have vessels. Those are like church members. Vessels. 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 What do you have in your house? Vessel. He said, I got, "I got a vessel. I got a vessel. I got a vessel." And then it says, "Go out and borrow vessels." In other words, this church thing is not just supposed to be a little social club, a little bless me club, where I scratch your back, you scratch my. I know you, you know me. No, no, no. Go out and borrow vessels. You got to go out and reach out and bring other people in so they can experience the outpouring of God's power. But you got to understand that you yourself, you are a vessel that God wants to fill. Shout, I am a carrier of God's glory. Oh, yes, you are. You are a target of God's outpouring. He said, the, the oil fell in the vessels, just like you are a target of God's outpouring. He said, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh your old man shall see dreams, your young man shall see visions, your sons and your daughter shall prophesy. What is he saying? Every segment of the church population is going to be activated in this revival. Glory. Nobody is left out. Whether you're or young, glory be to God, male or female, Jews or Gentile, black, white, yellow, American, Indian, there's a platform, there's a place for you on the platform of the kingdom and as long as you have flesh, you are a target of God's art pouring and God wants to put his oil on you shout I'm a carrier of God's glory so 2nd Corinthians 4 and 7 King James Version says but we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us the TPT passion translation says we are like common clay jar that carry this glorious treasure within so that the extraordinary overflow of power will be seen as God and not us. Who is we? Somebody said, that's me. That's right. Well, that's you. If you are saved, that's you. If you are in the body of Christ. So this applies to the children of God, not to the world, not for those who are in the world but for not for those outside the family of God this is written to the church So when we move and operate on earth and the power of God moves through us, according to this particular verse, it is God through us. Come on. It is what is in us, the anointing, Christ in us, the hope of glory. It is what we are carrying is the oil, is the anointing, is the power of the Holy Spirit. We are common vessels of clay that are supposed to do extraordinary work. Well, well, well. I don't. I didn't grow up in church. I never went to Bible school. I don't know how God can use me. Hello? How many of you know Moses had a t- stuttering pro- 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 problem? Hello? How many of you know Isaiah preached naked? How many of you? The Bible says Leah was ugly. Thank you for your. Thank you. Thank. Thank you for. Not my way Hey, beauty is in the eyes of the beholder. It's not not my comment. It's 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 in it's in it's in your Bible. Hello. Thank you for your how many of you know that Zacchaeus was short. Thank you for your support. Come on, those of you the short men, this is good. I mean, I mean Zacchaeus was short. Hello? Noah was drunk. Thank you. I, I don't get any idea. I'm not endorsing drinking, but I'm just telling you the facts. Some of the people that God used in the scripture. And let's even, let's go all the way to Lazarus. Lazarus was dead. And so what is your excuse? You got no excuse. You're called to be a carrier. I say you're called to be a carrier. Oh my God, glory better God. There is an overflow of God's power that wants to move through you in biblical accounts of revival in the old testament each one begin in the heart of a consecrated servant of god who became the energizing power behind it a carrier The carrier is the individual catalyst who champions and embodies the revelation before it goes mainstream. This person connects with the concept of revival to people and represents a walking website of what heaven wants to release. And this catalyst becomes super infectors who cause the move in its infancy to become epidemic. And eventually becomes massively epic. I'm here to say to you that God wants to use you Glory, better God. To release an outpouring in your community. Hallelujah. Glory. So everybody say, say this after me. I am a vessel. I am a vessel of God. Glory, better God. So you can't despise. You can't despise the house of God. You can't despise yourself. And so here's what happened we begin to see that what looked like a moment of limitation and what looked as if nothing could come out of it. The preacher, the prophet said, what is, what is it that you have in your house? But I want you to see here that the woman, she went to a man of God. So we already established that the house is a church she went to a man of God and she received a word. Somebody say a word. word. Oh yeah. When there is an outpouring, it will be a result sometimes of preaching. God uses preaching. A word. She got a word. What was the word? Go and borrow vessels. Hello? She got a word. And what is so good about the vessel that she is? is that she yielded to the word and as she yielded to the word, the result of that was that there was an outpouring glory better God there are primarily two reasons why people don't experience the move of God or the outpouring of God number one, the lack of belief that God is moving hello? Some people come to church to speculate. Some people come to church to spectate. Some people come to church. Come on, somebody. But if you believe that God is moving, you're going to participate. Hello? The lack of belief that God is moving is one of the killers of revival. Hello? And secondly, failure to yield when God moves. Folks, when you see these outbreaks of the gifts of the spirit, it's just a matter of yielding. Hello? Every day I come in this church ready to preach and ready. But you know what? It's not like I just want to get, grab the microphone and do my thing. No, 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 no. There's a sensitivity. Maybe it's a song or there's a wave we can feel it and we go with that wave. Yield. Somebody say yield. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. The time is working against me. Hey, yield. Somebody say yield. How do you yield? When you come to a stop sign, when you come to a stop sign, what do you do? You slow down, you stop, and you give the right away. This is how we learn to work with the Holy Spirit. Somebody says, Slow down, slow down, yield, and give the right away. So as she yielded, glory be to God, the oil started to flow. What in the world does all represent in the bible i'm glad to ask you i'm glad you asked all represent the holy spirit we need to learn to work with the holy spirit if we're going to have a move of god in our personal life and in the church listen we don't need an upgrade holy spirit we need to yield our lives to the one who's already living inside of us the source of the source of power and effectiveness of the early church was in the person of the holy spirit i like what aw tozer said If the Holy Spirit was withdrawn from the church today, 95% of what we do will go on. No one would know the difference. If the Holy Spirit has been withdrawn from the New Testament church, 95% of what they did will stop, and everybody would know the difference. Hello? We need to learn how to yield to the Holy Spirit. So there was oil. Somebody said there's oil oil. In in the house. There's oil. In the house, and you have to understand this: that when he says "go gather vessels," he said not just a few. It's because that's that's a prophetic picture of evangelism. Yeah. Bringing other people, because when you bring them in the house, there will be oil that will touch them. Yeah. Hello, have you noticed that in our text today that the oil type of shadow of the Holy Spirit? Did not have an impact outside of the house. The oil only poured into the vessels that were in the house. One third of all Christians have stopped going to church today, which is a tragedy of an epic proportion since COVID. And what we don't realize, I mean, I thank God. Listen, I want you to watch me. let just put a little plug in there. Tuesday and Saturday, I come online in my program. It's Miracle Time on Facebook. Amen. But let me tell you, I want you to come and watch me. We have people watching from like 115 cities. But let me tell you something. That, that online presence is never going to replace going to church physically. The Holy Spirit didn't have that oil, didn't have impact on vessels that were outside. When the vessels were outside of the house, there was no outpouring in the vessels. Hello? But when the vessels were brought in the house, the outpouring took place in the vessels. Come on, somebody. This is what I want you to see. There is something that happens when you come in a service where there's worship and there are other believers. There's something called a corporate anointing. And God will solve some of your problems by listening to the sermon because there's a prophetic element and the Holy Spirit is going to give you wisdom to know how to handle your crazy kid or your crazy husband or your crazy wife or your crazy co-workers. But that cannot happen unless you put yourself under the influence of the Holy Spirit by showing up at church. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh God, awaken, awaken the desire to be in a church. Well, listen, I understand. I'm not saying that God doesn't move us out of the church. I agree. God moves us out of the church. I witness to people all the time outside of the church. But here's the thing. Even though you're filled with the Holy Spirit, even though you can stay at home and watch in your pajamas while you're eating pizza and watching me, while I'm working hard here, we no Mr. Hey man. Let me tell you something. You are not your own prophet. You are not your own pastor. You are not your own evangelist. You are not your own apostle. You still need to be in the house of God. Hello? And listen to what he said. Shut the door. Somebody say shut the door. door. And that old song, shut the door, keep uh, the devil. (laughs) Shut the door, keep the devil in the night. Some of you don't know nothing about that. (laughs) Shut the door in other words, there was a moment when the outpouring started. When? When the door was shut. Hello? You come to church late. When the service starts, that oil is already flowing. When Pastor Pam starts to lead, the oil is already flowing. When Pastor Mark starts to preach, the oil is already flowing. And, and So in other words, there's a moment the outpouring started when the door was shut. So you in other words, the Holy Spirit is not going to say, Well, they're in traffic. Let's wait for this outpouring before we can release it. Let's wait for this revelation before we release it. No, no, no. It's your job to get here on time because when the service starts, glory, better God, the oil starts to stream and the vessels that are blessed are the vessels that are in the house, not outside of the house. Come on, somebody. Oh, there's a blessing of being in the house. Glory, better God. Because God has a healing for you, but it's in the house. God God has a prophetic word for you is in the house God has a breakthrough for you is in the house it won't happen in the parking lot it won't happen at your house but when you show up glory better God you become that target of his outpouring shout the oil is here, the oil is here. oh the oil is here you will get this revelation you should be excited just when you get out of your car why the oil is here the oil is in the house glory the oil is touching every seat the oil is touching every person the oil is there's enough supply of oil to deal with every situation oh the word Messiah means the anointed one and the anointing hack 1038 how God anointed Jesus Christ with the Holy Spirit and power who went around he doing good and healing all those who are oppressed by the devil. Isaiah 10, 25, the anointing breaks the yoke. Oh, you walk in this place with a yoke of bondage, a yoke of sickness, but there's oil in the house. There's oil in the singing. There's oil in the preaching. There's oil in prayer. And that oil has the power to set you free. Come on, somebody. Shout glory three times shall glory three times well the holy spirit is very specific in scriptures in how he operates let me tell you something here some characteristics of the oil i think they're parallel to the holy spirit number one oil lubricates in other words it causes things to fit together easily. They slide into place without resistance. When you get the oil of the Holy Ghost, you don't get resistance of an assignment of serving somewhere else. Come on, somebody. Oh, I pray that people will come and put themselves under the oil, the influence of the oil. Glory be to God. It will be like an oil well machine in this church where they serving as an usher, serving Glory. Better God. Whatever capacity of serving. Let me take a drink. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So in other words, the oil will make you function well. And when you are anointed, when you are under the influence, when you are under this oil, glory, better God, it is good. It is easy. It's not laborious. The anointing makes things look easy. Hey, but it's not easy, but it's because of the anointing. Number two, oil keeps things from becoming fatigued and wear out. Hello? I had a conversation with a driver. So we we live in Dallas and uh, half of the year and, and then we go overseas for several months and then we come back and so on. And so we always hire these companies to take us to the airport. And there's a guy that showed up with a nice, beautiful SUV, ESPN Black Escalade. I said, boy, your car looks so nice, you know. And uh, he said, oh, yeah, I just put a new engine on it. I said, what? So said, 2019, you put a new engine? He said, yep. The reason I put a new engine, I kept ignoring what the car was telling me. The oil is 20%. He said, ah, this is a strong car. I don't need to change the oil. The oil is 10%. And then you know what happened? The engine broke down. Hello? The car kept giving him warning, but he was ignoring the warning because he said this is a big SUV. It's a Cadillac. It's not going to break down. He ended up paying $50,000 to put a brand new engine in the car. Listen, when there's no oil in the car, it will create hits. It will create heat frictions. It, things will start to wear out. The different parts, come on, the different parts will start to cut each other. It will start to heat up and over, overheat, and things are not functionally, functioning properly because of the oil. Hello? And this is the same thing for you and me. If you are not in the right place, if you don't have the oil flowing, if you don't have, I don't care if you're in the right place with the right people, friction will manifest. Hello? Then all of a sudden you start to rub each other wrong. Offense become easy. Hello, unforgiveness is very simple. Why? Because some of us have not allowed the oil to flow into our vessels. Come on, when we come into the house of God. Some of us have stayed away from the outpouring. But when you show up at the house of God. Glory be to God. If you are resistant to the outpouring. The oil is not going to work the way it's supposed to but if you yield remember two reasons why people don't experience the move of God number one the lack of belief that God is moving number two failure to yield when he moves hello so you got to yield to the Holy Spirit when he nudges you with a conviction of sin righteousness and judgment just repent just yield listen next oil provides energy it improves performance it produces power It eliminates frictions and stress. Hallelujah. All keep things from sticking. Have you ever tried to grab a greasy greasy pig? It will slip right out of your hand. Come on, get anointed. Glory be to God. Be under the oil. Come on, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. The enemy may try to attack you. You will slip. You will slide right out of his hand. Why? Because the oil is on you glory be to God the oil will get rid of the squeaking the complaining oil provides lights hallelujah when the oil comes on you it's going to provide light they use the lighthouse to help the ship not to be shipwrecked and, and some of the old lighthouse were, were fueled by oil the oil will provide light. glory be to God oh the oil this oil oil is highly flammable hallelujah i said it is highly flammable oh they asked john wesley what is the secret of your ministry he said i set myself on fire and people come to watch me burn hey when you come to church look for the on fire roll look for the christian that is on fire because that fire is contagious glory be to god and I'm here to decree and declare to you, glory, better God, what, you know, what the scripture says in the book of Isaiah or Ezekiel, I believe it says, those that come to the north gate shall not go out through the north gate. They shall go out through the south gate. Those that came to the east gate shall go out to the west gate. Those that came to the west gate shall go out through the east gate. What is it saying? You are not going out the same way you came in. And I believe that tonight the oil is falling in this house tonight transform come on your life to touch your finances to touch your body to touch your relationship and those who came from the east are going out through the west those who came sick are going out healed those who came broke are going out blessed those who came discouraged are going out encouraged because the world tonight is coming over your house it's coming over your head it's coming over your life and I'm almost there Oil provides provision. Somebody say provision. He says sell the oil. Pay your bills. And live on the rest. A spending strategy, a saving strategy, and a living strategy. Live on the rest. That's a very interesting concept. Live on the rest. She didn't just live on one day. Hello? She had to live another week, another month, another year, years. Come on, somebody. But she could always go back to that oil. And there was always a supply of provision. I don't know who I'm preaching to. His name is Jehovah Jahara. Hey. His name is El Shaddai. This year, there's always going to be enough oil for provision. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit has a strategy to bring increase to your finances, to help you pay for your bills, uh, to open doors, uh, to give you favor, uh, or to maneuver around every circumstance and every crisis. It is not by might, uh, it is not by power, but by my spirit, uh, says the Lord. uh, Oh, what you need. uh, is provided by the power of the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit is a genius. He has a strategy and he knows what you need. Oh, she said, all I have is just a jar with a little oil. She despised what she had but she didn't know that what she had had the power to multiply when God starts to breathe on it come on somebody, you may just have a little bit right now it's not too much in the eyes of the world but with God in it, come on little becomes much because he is the El Shaddai he's going to multiply your money he's going to multiply your strength, he's going to multiply his favor, he's going to open the door, I prophesy new platform, new money, new doors new connection, new power, new anointing this year is going to be the greatest year of your life going forward. You are not going to break down. You are not going to break even. You are going to break through because the oil is in the house. Shout with a voice of praise. <laughs> Oh, I think I'm done preaching. There's still so much left in the in the bone. But I'm done. I think, come on, raise your hands right now. Hallelujah. Let me pray for you. Let me pray for You came from San Francisco. Let me pray for you. In the name of Jesus, I declare oil, 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 finances, money, anointing. Come on. Finances, anointing. Your new ministry, open doors, favor, glory. Now. Oil! 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 Shubhra! Oil! Oil! Hey oil! Oil! Hey shoot, come, 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 come! Oil! Shebron Desa, oh, this ministry is going to the next level. Oil, 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 oil. Sacramento, oil. The Lost Church, new oil this year. Oh, Shabra. Oh, oh, Shabra.
1: Oil, 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 oil.
0: Come on. They say San Francisco, it is dark, but the oil is gonna flow in that city. I prophesy oil in the city, oil in the city. Hey, Shobra, hey, hey, Cabron de hallelujah, hallelujah. Come, come, come. How you came to receive oil, fresh oil in your life, hallelujah, in the name of Jesus. This whole road, get out, get out. Hey, Shobra. the name of Jesus oil oil fresh oil fresh oil 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 in the name of Jesus hallelujah come on church hallelujah they say you're not gonna make it they say you don't have what it takes no 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 you got the power of the Holy Spirit They say America is in decline. Yes, it's happening. But let me tell you what. The best days of the church are not behind us. There's an outpouring that is coming. And the oil. Come on. God is releasing fresh oil in this United States of America. Let the church stand up and refuse to compromise and preach the word. And God is going to back it up with oil, with signs, with wonders and miracles come come with your glasses with your greens yes 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 you come both of you come on hurry up lay in the black with the gray come black and the gray with the glasses come power oil oil in the name of jesus jubrandesa come jumbro ricosa oil Fresh and new. who Brian and Raquel, your number is coming up. Yeah. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. In the name of Jesus. This new oil. The oil is coming over you in a new and a fresh way. He's gonna remove this quicking. He's gonna remove the things that the friction, it's gonna remove the it's gonna make things flow easily i prophesy the release of the oil. it's going to release provision it's going to release power it's going to release fire it's going to release the glory fire Show me. Just raise your hands. Oh Jesus. Oh Jesus. Sir, sir, and you. I want to pray for you. Come, you two, both of you. Yes, you're looking behind, but it's your number. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Shundreka, Hallelujah. Ebose. The fire. The power. The glory. The fire, the power, the oil, the oil, the oil brings provision. I declare provision. The oil, come on, the oil removes the friction in the name of Jesus. It makes things flow easily. Oh, the anointing breaks the yoke in the name of Jesus. I release the power of God over you right now. I say, fresh oil, fresh oil now. Hey sho prese rimbondese ricofassode re bassotarava just raise your hands right now ibro sete tata risata come 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 in the back lhs come come with your mother is that your mother next come in the name of jesus ombrassa so ribondese, ripassa sundara samachanga the oil, shoo Fresh oil Fresh anointing It brings provision It ignites like fire Like power I release it over you now Fresh oil Hallelujah Hallelujah I know just just raise your hands right now Father I pray Let it be an impartation from the spirit of God to them just like every vessel in the house was filled up with oil I pray for every person in this house let there be a new in feeling a new outpouring of the power of And the anointing and the glory, people behind the cameras, people at home, right now raise your hand, take a deep breath, receive this outpouring. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah. Let the glory, let the power flow, let the miracle flow. I prophesy, I speak miracles, signs and wonders, miracles of provision, miracles of healing, miracles of restoration, miracles of deliverance. In the name of Jesus, a refreshing and empowering is coming over you. Even now, I release it now. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah. The holy spirit listen it's already there but here's what he said sell the oil amen i want you to see this every every vessel that was full that was that was, that was full was set aside you see that every vessel that was full was was set aside so in other words you got to go and use what you receive If you do not use it, you'll be set aside. Hello? Go sell the oil. When they sold the oil, it was not set aside anymore. What was in the vessel was used. Amen? So don't get spiritually fat, complacent, like the Dead Sea. Give me, give me, my name is Jimmy. I take all I get. Use this anointing you receive tonight to do something a good way tomorrow is our last meeting here but jesus is going to continue Continue. invite somebody to church tomorrow sell the oil i say sell the oil go out and bring another vessel people say well god is not using me well it's because you are set aside you're not using what you have hello it's amazing time and time again you read the word of god there's so much revelation the moment you preach it something else comes up it's so full it's so rich but if you keep what you have god's not going to supply you with more ammunition hallelujah now listen before we receive the offering today i want to give you an opportunity to get right with god we minister to you we pray for you but if you're here today sit down for just a little bit knowing how to swim does not make you a fish i talk about john wesley today and going to church does not make you a christian It's well possible for you to be one of those people that go to church and don't know God. One of those people that read the Bible and do not know God. One of those people that experience the power still don't know God. I just want to make sure that you don't walk away from this place without having that personal relationship, that personal encounter. Maybe you're here today, you never accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Or maybe you're here today, you accepted Christ as your Lord and Savior but you're not living right or maybe you're here today you're not sure that if you die today you go to heaven i want to give you an opportunity the bible says, if anyone being christ is a new creation all things that pass away and behold all things have become new i call this the miracle of transformation god wants to give you a miracle of transformation if you say pray for me i want to receive this miracle of transformation i want to get things right i want you to raise your hand i want you to raise your hand thank you anybody else thank you anybody else thank you raise your hand thank you anybody else raise your hand folks listen don't be embarrassed about repenting i tell you what i repent i repent every day you know i try to make sure that i try to be right so again raise your hand if you say i want to get right with god i saw several hands going up raise your hand thank you thank you anybody else thank you thank you thank you i want us to pray this prayer thank you let's pray this prayer with all the people that are raising their hands say this with me say father god In the name of Jesus, I come before you. I repent from all my sins. And I declare that Jesus Christ is my Lord and my Savior. I will never be the same. I receive transformation in my mind, in my spirit, in my body. I will never be the same. Never, never again. In Jesus' name. amen amen Amen. Amen. did you enjoy tonight so rich so powerful so we got one more night i'm gonna be in the back make sure you support senegal grab a book grab a city a gift to somebody amen and give us well in the offering pastor
1: amen hallelujah glory to god amen well amen god's good he always shows up doesn't he Hallelujah. That's what I love about God. He's never done. He always has something new and fresh. Well, as we always do, we're going to, you know, receive a love offering for their ministry and be a blessing to them. Uh, they're a blessing to us. We thank God for our friendship. We thank God for our grace and our mercy. And we just, you know, uh, just God's so good. So, hallelujah. There are envelopes right there in the seat pockets in front of you. Those of you are online, you know how to give to a guest speaker if you're giving those things way there, you can give it right now. Text uh, any amount to 84231 and uh, it does it all. Of course, hopefully if you uh, set that up, if you didn't, it can be set up really easily. It's not hard. But glory to God. Hallelujah. We just endeavor to allow God to be God in our lives. Amen? You know, we always have them in to come in and just kind of jumpstart the year, get you all stirred up. And these are different meetings, different things. You know me, I'm a I'm a very stickler for uh, times and things and stuff, but that's why I love when he comes because he just eats on my flesh, (laughs) so it's really good, you know, because it's like, hey, and it's wonderful, you know, so I just have to say, Lord, I'm so glad that I get to deal with me, and it's wonderful things, you know, so when you see Pastor Pamela talking, she's just egging, egging it on here when they're up there, so... You know, you think we're having this wonderful, sweet time, and she's just digging me the whole time. (laughs) And it's it's awesome. That's why I love her. She's precious. Anyways, hey, let's pray over this offering. Father, in the name of Jesus, we are bringing good seed, and we are planting it into good ground. Oh, you're so good. You're so good. Lord, Lord, oh, you're awesome, and you're wonderful. Father, I just thank you for the ministry gift you've brought into our midst, and we thank you that their, their ministry has enough money to build that school enough money to do the things that you've called them to father you're causing an increase to come in father you're a supernatural god we thank you for a supernatural supply so we honor you for it. we thank you for the privilege we have to sow and it's in jesus name that we pray amen and amen ushers go ahead let's receive this offering here hallelujah glory to god god's so good praise god we're so glad that you guys are here you know you're so precious you know, we have an amazing, amazing church. We, God's been so good to us, and I'm so glad that you didn't decide to be one third of the people that didn't come. You know, you we, we've had packed houses this whole year, and we're going to continue to have it. We're going to get, we're going to increase and grow and continue to do the things of God just because we love God and we honor Him. And we're so glad. And those of you that are watching, hey, we know their circumstances. Don't let, Don't let any condemnation or guilt. We know, Yeah, you need to be in here. This is, there's a different here. But we also know the anointing is there too. And we're so glad that you're watching, so glad that you're connected with us. Because we know that. We know that you would be here if you could. And then we thank God, thank God for the technology that we have to send it out. We praise God for that. Amen? Hallelujah. I'm going to release you in just a second. We got to get the ushers all sit up, you know, so they can get all to the corner there, get everything done. Hallelujah, glory to God, amen. But God is so good. It looks like we got new cameramen's over on that corner and that corner. It Looks like, hey, let me just share with you. There's a place at Harvest Bible Church. You know, the ministry of helps and things. He's talking about serving. We've got tons of you can serve. Hallelujah, we got lots of places. Hallelujah, hey, let's all stand up. Glory to God. They're doing it here. I love you. God loves you. Tomorrow night is seven o'clock. And uh, we're just so glad that you're Those of you that are watching, thank you. Tomorrow night, same time. Hallelujah. God bless you all. You're dismissed.